Welcome to the Mike Hartz Trucking Podcast, where positivity meets transportation. Here's your host, Mike Hartz. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mike Hartz Trucking Podcast. We're super excited for our first guest. Actually, it's Ryan Mohammed. He's an awesome uh, man of logistics. He does a lot of things. Ryan is a logistics professional and host of a popular podcast. And with over seven years of experience in the industry, he's developed a deep understanding of logistics. And we're just going to pick his brain and have a little fun. We're going to welcome him to the stage in a minute. As always, I just want you to visit MikeHarts.com. I come from a long line of dispatchers and a lot of trucking industry uh, experience. And I'm super excited to share that today and as always. But I want to welcome uh, my friend Ryan to the stage. Good morning, brother. How you doing? How's everything going, man? Thank you for that amazing intro. Um, as, as a host, it's always myself to do the research. So it's, it's always kind of cool to be on another podcast and get to chop it up. So um, I'm honored. Um, as you mentioned, the first guest, I'm even more extremely honored. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll have some fun this morning. I wanted to thank you, bro, for all your help um, in uh, getting me started in this uh, in the podcast game and things like that. I really appreciate you, man. Yeah, no, anytime. I, I truly believe in it comes kind of from my spiritual background a little bit. My motto I got to live in life is lift as you climb. So I don't gatekeep anything, um, anything anybody wants to know that I've had the fortunate pleasure of doing. Um, I'd love to share that information because, um, you know, wanna, like I said, I, I think I made a link. No, sorry. Instagram post over the weekend, brother. And I know it's a little bit off topic, but, you know, I said, I, I don't want to be remembered as somebody who collected things and kept and like just kept things. Um, I just want to be known as somebody who really shared love till the end. So, um, yeah, anytime anybody out there, I'm um, looking forward to and I'm hoping to bring some of our guests onto your platform as well. So I will talk about that a little bit uh, behind the scenes. Can't you feel when when someone's vibe is to help others? Can't you just feel that sometime? Um, I think we we get so much in this rat race. And, and Ryan said something really cool. Yeah, lift as you climb. Lift so as I'm you. climbing through that mountain, I'm gonna carry carry some people with me. You know, so um, you know if we even get a little bit spiritual, it's like you know the Lord's our shepherd as well, right? So He's that's just there to guide us, brother. Psalm twenty three. That's what I'm talking about. And um, can you tell us a little bit about um, yourself and your kind of experience in the logistics in industry and kind of the things you do? Yeah, of course. Um, thank you for the opportunity. I always kind of think about these uh, kind of questions, kind of like the um, like anytime you watch a comic book movie, like a Marvel or a DC movie, they got that origin story. Like, how did Spider-Man become Spider-Man and how did Captain America become Captain America? Right. So for myself, uh, specifically in the industry, it found me. I always ask that to people. How did the industry find you? Because I think nowadays people can go to school for um, supply chain and trucking and all that stuff. But for me, I was working, I'm, in, I'm based in Toronto. I was working downtown Toronto for a company that's like StubHub. Um, it was like a ticketing company, like a ticket marketplace. And I thought downtown was downtown Toronto wasn't all that it seemed to be. So I just honestly just pushed out my resume everywhere. Um, and I got a call from a logistics company, a 3PL company. And fun, funny story about that, I actually looked up that um, that company, didn't find much online. And this was about six, seven years ago. I did see in the building that there was a Prime America office. So I said, screw that. I'm not doing this. So I actually canceled that first meeting because I thought it was Prime America, to be completely honest. Um, and then after a couple of weeks, I kind of looked at it and then I asked, hey, is this position open? Can we interview it? I did that. So actually, I, I recommend everybody uh, to start the kind of like the same lane that I personally did. I actually started in operations. So I did dispatching, did operations for the top sales guy in the office, uh, learned that, learned how a truck, how truck works, how many pallets you can put in a truck. Um, he did a lot of flatbed and open deck stuff. So I got to learn that niche. Um, and then after a year, I decided, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go into my own thing. Uh, I want to go into sales as well. And he was there to support me. So I would say a year in dispatch and then like over six years in sales. It's ha helped me with some amazing uh, customers and amazing companies. I'm at my third and final company um, as a freight agent. 
uh, truly loving the grind, truly loving everything that we learn about uh, logistics. And then um, on the side, like we kind of mentioned at the beginning about the podcast, uh, Sales Chatter Live, uh, where we try to, our mission is to help 10,000 sales reps uh, hit a million in GP, uh, gross profit in less than 12 months. So we give strategies and tips and everything like that. Like we were saying at the beginning, we don't gatekeep anything. So in short, uh, there's my nerdy comic book origin story. That is so awesome, man. That is so cool. Um, I like what you said about starting kind of, I call the ground room floor where I feel like this industry, you know, the transportation industry is an industry where it's not like an office job where you learn something and you implement, you kind of have to have instincts. You kind of have to know what's going on because if you're speaking to dispatchers or drivers or, you know, brokers or, you know, 3PL companies, whatever, wherever you're at in the industry, I feel like we have a meter where we sniff it out really good. If somebody is in it for just money or in it just for, you know, as, as on the other side, as we, as you do, and I do speak, you know, uh, uh, speak to companies and things like that. Don't you think people, I think you, you need to pay your dues a little bit, right? hundred percent. I think everything in life, um, you know, if, if it was easy, it's not worth having. So for me, um, and a great correlation to that question is, Hey, if you're in sales and you're making calls to logistics managers, if they're willing to give, put you on a list or start giving you business after first or second call, you know, when early in my career, I'd be so excited for that. Oh my God, I got a one call close, but those things are not real. Right. You got to earn that customer's trust. And if a customer is going to add you onto a lead list or start sending loads, I think of two things, uh, Mike, that a they either have like bad credit with everybody. So they're just here to run this credit and then leave. And then secondly, um, and or they are transactional. So they will cut you for five dollars. And, you know, you can do you can have amazing loads that go through claim, claim list on time, everything, communication, stellar, everything like that. And then, you know, loads start dropping and it's just like, OK, somebody else called me and gave me that. So I think that's really important. And I think it's a great point to earn your dues and no matter what you do. That's awesome, Ryan, I think. And that resonates and speaks to anyone who's called a customer. We, we know the grind of if a customer gives you oh yeah, just go for it. Here's my whole exclusive list. You can have it. You're, you're my only carrier. You're my only 3PL company I'm working with. Then you should be scared to death. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a dead giveaway. I, I mean, I, I've never had that happen where a customer is, just gives me the full on you know, list. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think um, our listeners need to listen to those key points about um, why someone would do that. You know, they would, you know, they have bad credit or they have an ulterior motive or something is going on. I love the, thank you for that insight and knowledge, Ryan. That's awesome. I, I love those points. Can you share some uh, key insights or, or lessons you've learned over your uh, last seven plus years in this industry in particular? Is there any positives you would tell people about or anything you've kind of picked up on the journey? 100%. I think the first thing is being in sales, Mike. Sales is trained. It's not something that you get that gift of gab. And I think that's maybe from old school mentality, you know, like that guy can talk to anybody or like that person is, um, you know, they like they they were born with it, essentially. Definitely not. I'm a little bit introverted. I'm a little bit um, different, different kind of things. I don't necessarily like open up to crowds like right away and things like that. Um, but what I've learned from sales is the ability to I can learn these like these different kind of ways to talk to people and have conversations, have people open up. And for everybody out there, I really think you should like we sell all the time. Like I'm married um, and, you know, I'm selling all the time. Hey, baby, you want pizza? You want sushi tonight? You know, and then let's call it space. space. She usually wins. Right. Um, with the choices. But <laughs> it happens, brother. But I think the tips and tricks that I've really learned 
did was, you know, this can really be your life um, for, you know, if you operate in one season, just go all in. This can be the life that you can really build in. For me, the, the big turning point was during COVID. Everybody talks about COVID, but COVID, we were all up in numbers. Like if you weren't making money during the pandemic, then you're probably a lousy salesperson, to be completely honest, right? Because money and freight was everywhere. So I think with like the tips that I've kind of learned and I kind of instilled myself is that it's able to, it's made me available to like have conversations with people outside of the industry, um, things that I kind of notice about people and, you know, having impactful conversations so that I can kind of give back more because um, people kind of there's a negative connotation, brother, still like with trucking, you know, um, I did a speech a couple of weeks ago to a bunch of fleet owners and, you know, one somebody made a comment where, you know, our drivers, when we're getting them uniforms, we start at 2XL you know, 2XL, 3XL, even up to 5XL. So when people are getting cut off on the road or they see a truck driver, you know, they, that lack of respect is still there because they see it as, I don't want to say even a blue collar. I, I think it's even below that. You know, they probably compare them to somebody who's like not doing anything. But with anything that I told my um, my wife the other day that everything touches the truck, you know, you look around you. Um, there's nothing here with the exception of humans or anything like that that doesn't, tr- t- doesn't touch a truck. So um, I, I think, you know, be persistent, uh, have fun with it. Um, and for me, the number one thing, lesson I would give for everybody is my life kind of changed when I went to freight agent um, because I was a salaried sales rep before. But going into like that complete uh, having having control, like kind of eat what you kill. And I hate to say that because like I, I, I love animals and things like that. But I love that mentality of kind of like eat what you kill and, you know, your commission check and all that stuff. But um, hopefully that was uh, helpful for the audience. Very, very helpful. That's awesome insight. And can you talk a little bit about if you I feel like when you've called, you know, customers and tried to, you know, build your book of business, would you agree that if you can master freight sales and and customer sales in this industry, that is a transferable skill set, right, Ryan? Yeah, 100 million percent. We have built a CRM called Bridger, and I'm actually VP of sales for that. So we've gotten into tech sales. And what I've realized in like the last 18 months of being in tech sales, it's exactly the same thing in freight sales. Everyone's going to have objections. I think in logistics specifically, if you're a freight broker or you're an asset sales rep, you know what objections you're going to get. We don't add more brokers, pricing, customer service. You know, you can kind of really dictate what your response is going to be. And, you know, just not just your career. I think even with your family, like conversations just get a lot better. Friends and family, uh, hobbies that you like to do, different things like that. I I think for me personally, like I just become more, um, I don't want to say open minded, but I've just been more communicative uh, with people outside my industry, more friendly. I I would say uh, there's times that my wife and I've gone to like Marshall's and like I'm doing my own shopping and just chopping it up with like a brand new person I've never met before because there's no risk to that. So I think with sales, I think everybody should, like I was mentioning before, everybody should look into sales because we all sell something at the end of the day and why not get paid for it? And this is the one industry I want the audience to understand too, that this is the one industry when you get into sales in a for-profit company, so not a non-profit, but a for-profit company, sales is what brings in the revenue. They're always the last people to get laid off if the the doors are going to close. There's just that job security. Um, They're treated like most of them to full transparency. They get paid a lot higher than the CEO and the CFO and all these people because of the work that they put in. So I think sales is definitely transferable uh, to everybody. Um, I don't know how it was in the US, but in Canada during the pandemic, our government gave everybody like $2,000 to stay home a month. A lot of people opened up businesses, either a logistics company or a baking company um, or a makeup company or became a real estate agent. And they've made those side hustles into like full time hustles where they're opening restaurants and they're opening like uh, food trucks and, you know, opening logistics companies, offices and things like that. So, yeah, it's definitely 100 percent transferable. 
That is awesome. That's awesome insight and awesome knowledge. You talked a little bit about, um, it's called Bridger, right? You talked a little bit about your, um, some of your companies. Can you, can you speak a little bit about um, some of the companies you're a part of and your podcast and your platform and things of that nature? Oh yeah, 100%. So I guess this is promo time. Uh, for So right now, I'm a freight agent with Wellington Group of Companies, an amazing, spectacular company. Um, I've been there for about four or five years now, uh, based in Ontario. Just a great family um, atmosphere and great team, great ops, great sales. Uh, with that, so I sell for Wellington Group of Companies as a sales. So I still do sell. So I want the audience to understand that, you know, you never get to a point in your life where, you know, you stop selling. You know, I'm constantly selling, constantly trying to up my game as a sales rep. Um, in terms of like my other job, uh, VP of Sales and Marketing uh, for Bridger sales system. Uh, we are a, a logistics uh, CRM built by logistics professionals. Um, and it's an amazing thing. I'm not going to play it too much, but you can take a look at bridgersalesystem.com uh, to get a free demo and a free 30-day trial. Sales Chatter Live, uh, sales live sales show uh, Monday to Friday, uh, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And like I said, we talk about tips and tricks. And lastly, um, I have my own show because I love to have conversations like this. So I actually got to get you on my show. It's called The Logistics Monk Show. Um, and it's on YouTube. And it's more about just life, man. It's it's that personal development. It's I call it my like I was saying with sales chatter. We have a mission. My mission on the logistics monk show. It's a sanctuary for storytelling. So I've had authors. I've had people who've uh, overcome cancer. I've had people who've run marathons, and we get to find that relevancy. So um, yeah, that is my that, those are my plugs. We really appreciate you being on the show today, Ryan. If you can please uh, leave our listeners, we like to do this. If you can leave our listeners and our our viewers with. Um, one tip of motivation moving forward that they can take into the workplace. I love that. I love that. It's all going to work out in the end. All those sleepless nights, all that hustle that you're putting in, even the lack of hustle. You know, don't worry if you've made five calls today when you're supposed to do 10. Uh, don't worry if you were supposed to send out 10 vo video messages to somebody and you only sent out one. Just keep going. Uh, everybody always asks me, hey, what's the um, what is the the strategy or the biggest tip you can give for starting a podcast, and I would say it's relevant to sales or anything you want to do in life, start it and don't stop. I forgot it was a show. Felt like I was just talking to my brother, my friend, and I, that's how I like it to be. So it's awesome. We're going to leave all your links and, and all your uh, information uh, for our viewers and listeners. Thank you so much, Ryan, for your time. I really enjoyed this. I look forward to continuing to connect with you and building this friendship and brotherhood. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me on, brother. Take care. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. Our goal is to bring positivity to the transportation world. If you would like to bring Mike in as a speaker at your trucking company or conference, please email us at mikehartsnow at gmail.com or call us at 815-441-8234. Our website is mikehearts.com. Thanks so much for listening and be safe.